Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Thank you for joining us here today. Still thinking about 9-11, I came across a story of a survivor. Her name was Mary Thompson. She worked on the 91st floor in the South Tower, uh, the second building that got hit, the one that we all saw live on TV, and we knew at that moment that this was a terrorist attack. This was not an accident. We didn't know that earlier, you know, when we saw the flames coming out of the North Tower. But Mary survived. She escaped, but her colleagues did not. It was a sad story. They followed the wrong instructions. Their instinct was, when they saw the ball of fire, their natural instinct was, we're in trouble. We better get out of here. And they started to descend, but the Port Authority were, were announcing over the intercom, stay where you're at and, uh, and follow instructions that will be coming. And her colleagues returned, and, but she descended. She, she knew there was danger. Hearing of that story, I wrote this, trying to maybe develop this into a gospel tract. So I want to read it to you. It's kind of still in a rough draft, but maybe it might be a benefit and a help to you listening here today. Mary Thompson worked for an architectural firm on the 91st floor of the World Trade Center South Tower. She and her colleagues saw a ball of fire explode from the North Tower at 8.46 a.m. on September 11th. Their instinct was to evacuate their building by the stairs. They were stopped by announcement directing them to return to their offices and wait further instructions. She had a choice. Follow her friends back to the 91st floor or follow her gut feelings that she needed to flee the danger. Mary's colleagues returned, but she continued her descent to safety. Seventeen minutes later, United Flights Airline 175 crashed into her building between the 77th and 85th floors. All her colleagues perished because they delayed and followed the wrong instructions. She survived because she departed from the pack and followed her instincts. Perhaps you've been following the wrong instructions and believing that there's no God. You might feel safe with the crowd, hoping that you've made the right choice. However, the risk is too great if you're wrong. Being wrong about whether God is real or not will cost you dearly if you are wrong. You'll be facing an eternity in the lake of fire for the sin of denying God. Revelation 20, 11 through 14. Is that a risk you really want to make? Maybe you're following bad instructions, thinking that you can earn your way out of hell by being a good person. Ephesians 2, 8, 9. If you could earn your way to heaven, then Jesus would not have needed to die for you. Trying to earn your salvation is an insult to God because you're rejecting the gift God paid dearly for to make available to you, to save you. Face it, we will all face God on the day of judgment. 
And please know that nothing is hidden from God, Ecclesiastes 12, 14. All of us are guilty of breaking God's law. Admit, you're guilty of breaking God's law, which is sin, James 2.10. Imagine the Ten Commandments are a chain of ten links. With God holding the top link, then you are hanging on the bottom link, and below you is hell. Just breaking one commandment, or one chain link, puts you in peril. Therefore, humble yourself before God and plead for mercy, Romans 10, 9. By asking God to pay your sin debt with the payment purchased by the blood of Jesus Christ, 1 John 2, 1. Don't be like Mary's colleagues. They followed bad directions that brought about their destruction. Be like Mary and leave the pack and make your way to life eternal. She had only 17 minutes to get below the 77th floor. Had she delayed, it would have been her last day on earth. Today could be your last day too. Stop following bad instructions. Repent and turn to God today and be saved. But don't stop there. Let us help you with the rest of your spiritual journey. I want to read to you some of these verses that I mentioned and then make a few comments. The first we talked about was Revelation chapter 20, verses 11 through 15. And I saw a great white throne and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books, according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead that which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged, every man, according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Oh, what a sad thing it will be. Perhaps you, you've heard preachers preach. Perhaps you've sat under hearing the gospel, but you've rejected it. You've probably thought, well, I, I'm not really too much of a bad person. I, I could earn my way. I'm not, I haven't done bad sins. You don't realize only one sin makes you a lawbreaker, and it separates you from God. As I gave in the illustration in my story, imagine ten links, the Ten Commandments. God's holding the top, and you're holding the bottom, and if only one link breaks, you break one of the commandments, you're in trouble. And the fact is, is that we've broken many of God's commandments. We sin often. And we're all guilty of it. And God knew it. And he knew that we needed to be rescued. And that's why he sent his son to lay his life down as an atonement, as a payment for our sin. Your works are not going to get you saved. 
Bible says, for we all fall short of the glory of God. Let me read the other verse that I wrote down here in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 9. For by grace are you saved through faith, in that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. James 2.10 says, For whosoever shall keep the whole law, and yet offend in one point, he is guilty of all. Now, on that day of judgment, when we stand before him, God will see everything, and everything uh, will be brought to account. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 14. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. But understand, what's good will not be good enough to save you because it's like standing in front of a judge and saying, okay, judge, you know, I I stole these things from the store, you know, I I took them, but from now on, anytime I go back in there, I'm going to pay for what, you know, pay for it. I'm going to start doing right. Well, you you should, it's good that you're going to do that, but the fact is, is that you broke the law. And uh, and just because you're going to do good from now on is not going to fix your crime. The fact is that we've committed crime, and that makes us a lawbreaker. We committed uh, sin against God. But here's the good news. God has a rescue plan. He sent his son to pay a debt that you and I could not pay. And he made payment available, and, and he'll apply it to our account if only we'll ask for it, if only we'll trust, if only we humble ourselves and say and admit that we are deserving of God's judgment. We need God's grace. We need his mercy. Admit it, confess it, and this is what you say. Romans chapter 10, verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. If you believe the gospel message, you believe that Jesus died on the cross, and you believe that he rose again from the grave, and you confess that with your mouth to God, I believe, I believe Jesus did that, that God did that for me to pay my sin debt. And you confess that and admit that to God and humble yourself, thou shalt be saved. And I love this verse, 1 John 2, 2. And he, Jesus, is the propitiation for our sins. And not our sins only, but also the sins of the whole world. The word propitiation is not a word that we use on a daily basis, but it's a great word. Sometimes you might have had the opportunity to go to the bank or to go to a lender You probably didn't use this word when you said, I want to pay my debt in full. In other words, you're saying, I want to make a propitiation. It's a full payment. It's a payment in full. It's not a partial payment. It's not a payment towards the debt. It pays off the debt. And he is the propitiation for our sins. And not our sins only but also the sins of the whole world. What a tragedy it would be for you to be a person that has heard the gospel, listened to this message here on the radio, 
and still die in your sins, thinking that you're good enough to get to heaven by your own good works, or you're out there trying to think, I don't believe in God. I don't believe, you know, uh, I don't have evidence that God exists. Evidence is all around you. You're just choosing not to see it. And hear the message and know that God has a way to forgive you of your sins and to make a, a, a place for you in heaven, for you to reject it. What a tragedy it would be for you to know these things and reject them. That's the sin of rejecting God's glorious gift. People have asked, is there a sin that God cannot forgive? Well, actually, there is. It's the sin of not trusting in God. If you won't trust in God, if you won't trust in what Jesus did for you, he can't save you. God cannot forgive your sin if you'll not trust in him. But the good news is you can make today the day of your salvation. You could turn and trust Jesus. Turning is repenting. It's saying, I am no longer going to walk in unbelief. I'm no longer going to walk the way of the world like Mary's colleagues who followed the instructions and went along with everyone else. They returned back and they met their destruction. Mary left the pack and found safety. You can leave the pack. You can find Jesus today. He's only a prayer way. And by the way, death is only one heartbeat away, so don't put it off. Don't be like Mary's colleagues that stayed and was destroyed. Be like Mary and find safety. That's it for today. Join us again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.